This show features adult content and adult language, so listener discretion is advised. When I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. What's up? What's up with it, everybody? Welcome to the Bad Cow Podcast Show. First things first, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to the returning listeners who came back, the new listeners who stopped by. You both chose to have me in your speakers today, and I really appreciate it. As always, I hope you enjoy today's badness. Here we go. Separate everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me. It's Monday. Everybody's least favorite day. The most hated day of the week. <laughs> Poor Monday. Uh, I have been uh, trying to work on this little promo soundbite for the show. And it's amazing. Like, people who, who do engineer, like audio engineering or, or producing and shit, that's, it's so tedious. I've been sitting in this room for a goddamn hour listening to the same minute and 30 seconds of sound clips. It's intense. And because they're all different people giving me positive feedback about the show, it makes me feel a little self-absorbed, more than my norm, you know? I don't know what makes me feel more self-absorbed. The fact that I'm listening to this shit over and over and over trying to get it perfect or that I really like hearing it. And I don't I don't mind if I have to hear it over and over and over. I think I might just start my day off by listening to this mashup so I can get the fuck up out of my bed and feel good about my shit. Maybe I'll, uh, you know, how about we just drop a little preview real quick? <sighs> I'm hella self-absorbed, huh? Damn, now I'm going to have to cite all the sources and people to give the credits to. Is it worth it? Yes, it is. It is. Okay, are you ready? Here it is. Enjoy. Projects like this are fun. This whole podcasting thing has been such a blast. Um, yeah. But it can be uh, time-consuming. Very. I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about today. I feel like I need to do a quick sorry shout-out to my boyfriend because <laughs> yesterday I feel like... Uh, so, I don't know about any of you, but <laughs> I think it's kind of 
somewhat normal when you're in a relationship to eventually learn how to respond to the other person in a way that is genuine, but also doesn't get your ass chewed out. You know what I mean? And my boyfriend does very well at this. Like, he's very good at the eggshell approach. I think that's why he's good at his job when he's trying to sell services and things to people. I think that's why he's good at management because he can work well with, even with difficult individuals, emotional individuals, fucking self-entitled. Like, he does really well managing and working within diverse environments. And trust, my ass is a party all on my own. I got 18 different personalities. He'd be having to juggle at the drop of a dime. But yesterday, I kind of brought this whole thing on myself where I asked him, no, really tell me. I probably even said some shit like, I won't be mad. That's your first clue, guys. If a bitch ever says, I won't be mad, she gonna be mad. If she has to go out of her way to tell you and she's not gonna be mad, bitch is gonna be mad. Right? Right. Just so you know. Put that in your little tip book. Um, and he, so he finally kind of told me how he felt. My parents and him are kind of on the same page a lot with how I am. And that's fine. And my boyfriend does a pretty good job of sharing their view, but supporting me at the same time. Like that's, that's tricky. Talk about a skill. Because typically my parents and I are at odds with each other. At least when it comes to my life and what I'm choosing to work on or how I'm viewing personal issues. Um, I know that I've earned a reputation with my parents to be a little less than reliable and perhaps a little emotional. I do my fucking best to at least be self-aware with how I am, how I'm the root of my, most of my problems. And it doesn't seem to really ever fucking get me any credit with him. So it can be frustrating when I'm trying to discuss something like my mental health or even a physical health problem where they think it's just, you know, going to be handled with therapy and water. The thing that happened yesterday was I asked my boyfriend because I knew deep down he felt the same way as my parents. And I, and, and I told him, I'm like, just tell me. Just tell me how you really feel. He's like, well, Lindsay, I don't think your brain is broken. Hmm. And then I proceeded to rip him a new one. Understand, people, I don't want my brain to be broken. The issue with my life at this point <clears throat> is it doesn't really function without the people supporting me. Um... And that is not what I want for my life. I do not want that sit on my ass, don't have to do shit, everything will be handed to me happily ever after. That's not happily ever after to me. I hate feeling like a leech. I hate feeling like I can't contribute. I hate feeling like just another dependent when I'm a full adult and could be a, a partner, a provider. Like I have potential, I know I do. And I get frustrated with the legal circumstances that kind of stall me up, but also as well as the very real facts behind why my health and my my mental health are what they are. I don't care for people's opinions that are not educated. Just on, on general points in the conversation. For example, studies show Adderall is not very great for your brain during your adolescent period. 
Studies also show drugs fuck your brain up at any point in life. There's also a whole shit ton of fucking motherfucking studies about how slamming your goddamn forehead into something like, I don't know, a, a windshield or whatever can fuck your shit up. Regardless of how I feel or my emotions, those are very real, actual facts about me. Those are all things I've experienced to a good extent. And I don't feel like they should just be tossed to the side, especially when the only thing anyone can offer as far as why I should toss those to the side is, well, healing is possible. <sighs> yeah, I know. The sun will come out tomorrow. <clears throat> I hate shit like that. It's not that I don't believe healing is possible, peeps. I totally believe it. The reason why I do all the research that I do, the reason why my obsession with the fucking brain and how it gets damaged and how it should be healed and what you can do about it is because I do believe it's possible. I'm looking for solutions that are not found needle pointed on a fucking pillow somewhere. I want specific ass data driven scientific. I can look at it on a goddamn brain scan. Shit. I want something tangible. I want something that shows me proof that it worked. Some type of evidence somewhere, something. A little bit more than like, you know, this too shall pass. Chin up. You got to believe in yourself. You got to be patient with yourself. And I kind of, I, I, in more or less words, I said all that to my boyfriend. I kind of just fucking unloaded on him. And I know he's standing there thinking like, bitch, this is why I don't fucking tell you the truth. This is why I don't talk to you. This is why I'll always give you that fucking eggshell. I got your back answer. And now I think after yesterday, maybe that is what I prefer. Last point about that, and then we'll get into something a little bit more lighthearted, okay? When people say things like, and this, and this can go for any, a, a, a wide range of issues. There's people who, you know, have a struggle losing weight and they research all the reasons why maybe their body in particular... They can't. Um, there's reasons why people with ADHD look for all these different ways of trying to explain what it is that they're going through or things that trigger their symptoms. I hate responses of you're looking for an excuse. You are using that as a crutch. You are blah, 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 blah. I think that only applies if the person who is doing the research or who is looking for the quote-unquote crutch is actually satisfied with where they're at. Because if they're not satisfied with where they're at, why wouldn't you at least applaud their effort of research at the very, like, even if that's all they're doing at the moment, it's because they're desperate to find a solution, in my opinion. Not necessarily a crutch. I think, I think when people say shit like that, it's because they themselves don't really understand the topic and aren't really capable of speaking on it or helping. So they just oversimplify it with that very dismissive ass attitude so they don't have to deal with it anymore because it's way easier to tell somebody get over it than it is to say how can I help or than it is to do the research your fucking self than it is to actually invest any of your own time or efforts into maybe trying to find solutions that help them it drives me nuts when my parents or my boyfriend or anybody says shit like I just wish you would get over this or 
I feel like you're looking for excuses. Looking for an excuse for what? To keep living this awesome fucking life I have right now? Is that what I'm doing? I'm, I mean, <laughs> you think I'd be spending hours on Google reading fucking research papers that I have to have the dictionary open for because I don't understand half the shit that they're saying and it takes me twice as long to get through the goddamn thing than it would an average person? You think I'm doing all of that, all that effort, all that investment of my time and my energy because I want to maintain this dysfunctional ass fucking embarrassing life that I have? Does that, how much sense does that make? It makes no sense. But uh, the conclusion I came to yesterday was in due time, the validation, the vindication, whatever fucking justice, it will come. I believe it's already in the works. I believe that as long as I can just keep myself in the game long enough to get that redemption, that's all I got to worry about right now is just staying, sticking around, just not giving up yet. So I'm sorry, honey. I said all that to say, I'm sorry, honey. It's sewing. I love you. All right. Today, you know what? Just because we had that really long little fucking outburst just now, thank you for being my fucking... Uh, Listener therapy. I just want to talk about a few inventions that I love that my life would not be the same without. Um, my life is a bit of a struggle. Some things that have been invented throughout the years that have just really <clears throat> came through in the clutch, and I love them. And I think I just want to gush about them a little bit. Three things, like my top three favorite inventions ever in life are as follows. Number one is the find my iPhone or the find my device feature. Thank God that shit exists. I would never be able to find my phone if it wasn't a thing. If I didn't have that goddamn feature, I'd waste so much money on phones. I know I would. And there are times where it's not even like really that hidden. But because my house is in such disarray, I'm like constantly playing fucking I Spy in here with myself or Where's Waldo with my goddamn phone. And it doesn't necessarily work if it dies, which has been a problem in the past. But for when those moments that feature has worked for me, thank you. Thank you, Find My iPhone. I really could not do it without you. Whenever I accept, accept a speech for something later in life, it's going to be God and Find My iPhone. Love that shit. The next favorite invention of mine is the Mr. Clean Magic Erasers. Those motherfuckers will rub out death. I love those things because I hate cleaning. And I love any fucking product that makes cleaning easier. And that is one of them. Holy shit. That thing, those things get stains out of carpets. They get stains out of tile. They get grout stains out. They get everything out. Don't use it on your skin, though. That was a problem. Uh, back when I was doing furniture and painting a lot, I didn't really give a shit about wearing paint clothes or getting paint all over myself until I had to go somewhere and I didn't want to look like a fucking ragamuffin. So I had paint like all over my chest and my neck. And I remember scrubbing. Oof. Those are pretty abrasive. Even though they feel really soft in your hand, they're pretty abrasive. So don't use them on your skin. They work that well that I would not recommend it. On every goddamn other thing, curtains, carpet, tub, kitchen, shoes, all of that jazz, bitch. They get it all out. I remember I had to even, I got a couple little stains off of my purses and different things. I mean, 
windows. Oh, I love the Mr. Clean Magic Erasers. They fucking do their job and I appreciate it. Because I'm not trying to be Cinderella in here all goddamn day. If I ever do get a wild hair at my butt and decide to clean, I want it to be over pronto. Thank you, Mr. Clean. And last, but certainly not least, probably one that a lot of parents appreciate, I think. It was an invention that was introduced to me back when my son was like two, when I met my best friend for the first time. Like, this is when me and her first met. She lived down the street from me. It was summer. It was hot. Eating popsicles and shit. We're thinking about something we could do with the kids. And I love water balloons. I love water balloon fights. But I hate having to fill water balloons up. I'm kind of thinking to myself, maybe we should do that. And she's like, yeah, we could do that. That's not, not a problem. And I'm thinking, damn, she's got hella energy. Good for her. Is she going to blow them up? Is she going to do them? And that's when she walked out with these fucking water balloons. Quick fill, self-sealing water balloons. Bunch of balloons. Okay. Yeah. The bunch of balloons. I would kiss the man who made those. I might even give that motherfucker a blowjob because those things make your life so much motherfucking easier. God, the struggle with water balloons. Remember before the bunch of balloons? You had to sit there in your kitchen, wrap the fucking balloon around the bottom of the faucet, hold it tight with your fingers, barely turn the water on because you, you know, you don't want to overflow it and it pop off the sink. You try to like get enough water in there. Sometimes it just falls off. Sometimes it rips a hole in the balloon before you even get a chance to tie it. Sometimes you might get enough water in there and it holds, but then when you go to tie it, it slips and falls and fuck, or it pops as soon as you tie it. It ends up taking you about a half an hour to get maybe six balloons. Kids are all yelling at you, wondering where the fucking balloons are and shit and stressing you out. Not doing the goddamn water balloons anymore. Just go fucking play in a puddle. Shit. I'll turn the sprinklers on or something. But those bunch of balloons, it is on, bitches. Full on war. No friends out here for this water balloon fight. Every man for himself. Even you, kid. I don't know you right now. I'm about to blast everybody with these things. Because you can... What they do, in case you don't know people... If you don't know about these water balloons... I'm about to put you on. These water balloons, they come with... They're like... Bunched up on sticks. These little tiny straw type sticks, right? And at the end of those sticks is, of course, the water balloons. And at the other end, there's a little screw cap thing that you screw onto your hose. And then you turn your hose on, and in about a minute, you have, like, 60 water balloons. Usually these packs come in, like, three different colors, but if you buy a whole shit ton of them, do you know how many fucking water balloons you have in about... in the same time it took you to make seven in the past? A fuck ton. Hella balloons. Get it on and popping. Hit you in the face with this water balloon. I love those water balloons. Best invention ever. Thanks for listening. Sorry for the little um breakdown in the beginning. I hope you guys try those inventions if you never have before. And uh, yeah. All right, everybody. That about wraps it up for today. We got another one in the books. Thank you again so much for your listening support. I can't tell you how much it means to me. If you ever want to shout me out or come see what else I'm up to when I'm not in your speakers, feel free. I'm on Instagram at Bad Cow Podcast, Facebook on Bad Cow Podcast Show. And if you ever want to reach me directly, you can do so at badcowpodcastshow at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. See you next time. Bye. Ah.